Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Sorry. On my youngest daughter's first day of kindergarten, her teacher got the parents into a circle and asked us what we wanted for our children. People said the wildest things. A couple were hoping they'd be able to do something beyond addition and subtraction, which their child had already mastered. One mom said something about developing skills of observation. A dad was hoping they could do science experiments. Did I say this was kindergarten? (laughs) I was the last to speak. I guess I was supposed to say, oh, all of the above. Um, But honestly, I didn't really care about any of that stuff for my five-year-old. I said, I want her to be kind. The feeling in the room shifted to something between chagrin and pity. (laughs) Clearly, I did not have the drive necessary to get her into Harvard. Bad mother. But in fact, all these years later, it is still what I want for her, for all my daughters, and for all our kids. I want them to be kind. I want them to be kind, and I want us to be kind because the world will be better for it, and we will be better for it. American botanist and inventor George Washington Carver wrote, how far you go in life depends on your being tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving, and tolerant of the weak and the strong, because someday in life you will have been all of these tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving and tolerant of the weak and the strong. In 1982, Paloma Pavel and Ann Herbert were sitting in a restaurant in Sausalito, California, despairing about the headlines. Paloma writes, Ann and I were responding to our despair at accelerating systemic violence. Domestically, we were reeling from the Rodney King incident of racial violence and police brutality. Internationally, the drumbeat to war in the Persian Gulf was engulfing the nighttime news. We wanted to stop the war, to create a spell, to cast a spell that would shatter the trance. So we took a phrase from the headlines, random violence and senseless acts of cruelty, and created a reversal, to use radical feminist theologian Mary Daly's strategy, it was not too tough to swap in kindness for violence, not wimpy kindness, but tough Dalai Lama never give up kindness. And Herbert scrawled, practice random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty on a placemat, and a movement was begun. I'm thinking today beyond random acts of kindness, I'm thinking about deliberate acts of kindness. 
about taking the kind of action that can make all the difference in a person's day or if we're really good at it in people's lives. Archbishop Desmond Tutu wrote, we can indeed transform the world and we are each called to take part in this sacred work. Wherever you are, you can create beauty. Moment by moment, you can create joy. Instant by instant, you can offer kindness. In 2016, Harvard's Graduate School of Education launched an initiative called Making Caring Common. In a study they released called Turning the Tide, Inspiring Concern for Others and the Common Good Through College Admissions, they proposed a truly revolutionary idea that colleges would encourage well-roundedness and good citizenship by altering the qualities they seek in their applicants. The idea was to move away from personal achievements that stress individualism and to move toward engagement and experiences for the common good. In addition, they hoped to increase equity and access for economically disadvantaged students. So far, more than 175 college admissions offices, including the entire Ivy League, have joined making caring common. Here are the directives. Make caring for others a priority. Help balance one's own happiness and personal achievements with the needs of others, such as sharing or giving away something. Provide opportunities to practice caring and gratitude. Those who contribute to the happiness of others tend to be happier, helpful, and more forgiving. Expand your circle of concern beyond family and friends. Be a strong moral role model and mentor. And manage negative feelings. For example, take several deep breaths to curb your anger and help keep you from saying something you will regret. Spanish artist and poet Pablo Picasso said the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. Could we start with being kind? As you know, I'm a huge fan of anonymous kindness. We can walk through the world and pick up litter in our path or drop a can of beans into a collection box in the supermarket. That will give us that warm honey poured over the heart feeling, which I promise will make both the recipient and us happy. And then there's giving in more intimate circumstances, anonymous giving. We can wash someone else's dishes left in the sink or leave a piece of chocolate on a coworker's desk. This kind of stealth giving is fun because it's a challenge not to get caught and because you can see the results immediately. Years ago when I was serving our congregation in Provincetown, I really wanted an ovation guitar. It was so far out of the range of my discretionary income that I might as well have wanted a Lamborghini. Actually, a 10-year-old friend informed me that it would be better if I wanted a Lamborghini because you can live in a car, he said, but you can't live in a guitar. I told one person at some point that I wanted an ovation guitar. I wished I had an ovation guitar and on my 30th birthday, in the middle of a huge party, I got an ovation guitar. 
I was completely overcome. I just couldn't believe it. And the card said, it's from all of us, the whole town. The next day, as I walked down Commercial Street, I realized that the gift had profoundly changed my perception. Everyone I met, everyone I saw, I wondered, did they help give me my guitar? I was streaming with joy to receive something wonderful and to imagine that it could have been anyone who gave it to us. That's amazing. In 1903, author John Watson wrote, be kind. Everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. A woman named Ashley England was out to dinner with her family, which includes a child with special needs. The boy was fussing when the server brought over a note that said, God only gives special children to special people. And their dinner had been paid for. Ashley told her local TV station to have someone do that. Shows that some people absolutely understand what we are going through and how hard it is to face the public sometimes. They made me cry and they blessed me. They blessed my family more than they know. Last Sunday I quoted the lines from William Wordsworth's Tintern Abbey that speak of the best portion of a good person's life, their little, nameless, unremembered acts of kindness and love. I'm compelled by the ways that kindness expresses our most deeply held religious values of love and service. And we don't have to figure out what to do. People have walked this way before us and have some fabulous ideas. Here are just a few of my favorites. Pay it backward. Buy coffee for the person behind you in line. When you wake up each morning, send a positive text message to someone. Set an alarm to do it again to someone else later in the day. Write a positive body image note and tuck it into the pockets of jeans on a rack in the store. Write encouraging thoughts on brightly colored paper and leave them under the wipers of cars in a hospital parking lot. Bring coupons to the store or print out internet deal and leave copies next to the corresponding products. Learn the names of your bus driver, the security guard, the person at the front desk, the people cleaning the building, your mail carrier, all the people who make our days a little easier and greet them by name. Buy cat food or dog food and drop it off at the shelter. Visit the animals and talk to the animals. Find something to compliment someone about and don't just think it, say it. Drop off treats at the police station, the hospital, the fire station, the library. We can add to this list. Henry James, author of the horror story, The Turn of the Screw, told his nephew something at least as memorable as that story. He said, there are three things that are important in human life. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. Presbyterian minister and author Frederick Buechner adds this, be kind. Because although kindness is not by a long shot the same thing as holiness, kindness enters through one of the doors. Oh, kindness is one of the doors through which holiness enters the world. 
it enters us, not just gently kind, but sometimes fiercely kind. He concludes, the way the light falls through the windows, the sounds our silence makes when we come together like this, the sense we have of each other's presence, the feeling in the air that one way or another we are all of us here to give each other our love. This kind moment itself is a door through which holiness enters. May it enter you. May it enter us. Beloved spiritual companions, may we be tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving and tolerant of the weak and strong. Kindness is one of the doors through which holiness enters the world, and the world, every one of us, will be better for it. We are called to take part in this sacred work. Let us be kind. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.